0: Eyes up, Guardian. We are live for episode 117 of the Conqueror's Corner podcast. Today is June the 15th, and I, the Destiny Bad Boy, not Ryan Fox, have returned with my fire team, who all of you CCBs know by now. Jared?
1: Yeah, we got uh, a twip that Bunchy did a QA with herself, basically. And then we got some light bait talk. We have Gambling Corner, and then we have a weapons breakdown with the ending the last wish weapons.
0: And the Chronicler himself, Chad Cerro.
2: We are going to be ending the Ghost of the Deep lore with the weapons and the exotic weapon. And also adding in the sparrow, because why not?
0: And remember, if you're watching us on YouTube, don't forget that you can take us on the road via Spotify, iTunes, and other podcast services. Make sure you subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, click the bell, turn on notifications. Comment yada yada yada. Follow us on Twitter at Destiny CC Pod. Send a spongy friend request. Uh the dirty F and Hippie brought us the TWID this week. But before we get into that, let's listen to our intro music from everybody's favorite link who you can find on Twitter at Link of Time G.
1: Listening to Conquer's Corner, a Destiny podcast.
0: Very cool intro music, Link. Thank you so much for that. Jared, do you want to get into the twid for us?
1: Yeah. So, um, as I mentioned, Bungie did a QA with himself. And this is kind of going back to the feedback that the Destiny Two team wanted for the game, they put that on out on Twitter. So this is some of the questions and like comment like showed up the most that they wanted to talk about, and so we'll go over some of it. And um, first, here um, PVE ability uptime is very high, and um, it's increased uh, global changes and base cooldowns. Like it, you have your abilities a lot more and what are their thoughts about ability energy economy? And their answer is, it's something that, that they always evaluating and adjusting with massive number of sources that can get grant ability energy. It's always an area of concern. While they don't have any sweeping changes to announce today, this is a continual area of focus for us so that they, they're always listening, always watching. Um, <laughs> And Destiny's identity is fundamentally rooted in space magic, power fantasies, but we don't want to—we don't want ability uptime to balloon to a point where a power spike from active abilities uh, ceases to become a spike and becomes the norm. So they don't want the storm grenades from Titans. Remember when they first got launched with? lightning strikes twice to where you're oh, like yeah. one phase in bosses with just doing grenades. Even though that was fun. The good old days. Know? Yeah. <laughs> um, I understand why, but it's just like we were, only, we were always going to use the most powerful thing. If it's our guns, we're going to use the most powerful guns. If it's your abilities, we're using the most powerful abilities or like whatever it is to help us clear ads or take a boss down. So they just got to keep rotating. They'll just keep rotating it out. You know?
0: Yeah. I'm right there with you, man. Like at the end of the day, like we want to play the game, Mike, there has to be some challenge if without, you know, if there's no challenge, then you don't get that super awesome feeling of finally completing something that's difficult. So I'm all for it. I understand that. You know, once you've done something 25 or 30 times, you're just kind of looking for the path of least resistance at that point. But there needs it shouldn't be trivial to do
1: these things. Uh, Next up is Tangles cooldown. Um, Basically, it's kind of really annoying that you're doing like your whole, some of your builds in Strand revolve around getting Tangles. And uh, there's a cooldown of 15 seconds right now on Tangles. Is there any chance they're going to look into changing that? But you talked about with their early days of playtesting tangles and strands and like the cooldown was really low. And it's basically as Fox Mission makes stuff trivial, uh very easy to complete. So but they are targeting to change it from fifteen seconds to twelve seconds cooldown. Um Brood Weaver and its Threadlings are not very good at like more of an in-game content, but very good and like just no general strikes and taking out enemies. So they're taking a look at Threadlings and probably increase giving them a buff, but also Suspend is way too strong as it is right now. So it Suspend is probably going to be getting a nerf here very soon.
0: And I, th- I think we can all agree Suspend is, is too strong, right? It is very good. And very easy, like, you know, if you're a uh, hundred resilience titan, you just throw your barricade down and you can suspend stuff. Like it's it's pretty easy to do as well.
2: Oh well, yeah, it's wild. It 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 definitely needs to be cut back quite a bit for it to be not just super oppressive. Um and I mean in like even in the hunter play kit, you get double suspend grenades, you get the dive, and I think does the exotic give you a second dive? Is that what the exotic, the Strand exotic does?
1: Um, you get a second grenade with that helmet, you get rid of a mail.
2: Yeah, but like with with the way abilities are at the moment, you could basically cycle through each of those each of those and get the first one back by the time you're done using the 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 last one. If you wait for the suspend to run out, it's it's wild, and it's it's awesome, but it's too much. It's <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just yeah. a bit too much.
1: But this is like, this is build crafting. Like if you want your, like your dodge slam to be up all the time on a hunter, you're going to do everything, everything you can to build into that of your play style. Like that's, that's, yeah. that's fun. Like if you want to yeah. slam everything and you devote your entire setup to it, you should be, you should be doing that.
2: And I think the dodge slam is the, 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 the best one be from a designer standpoint, because you put yourself in more danger than the grenade. You can chuck a grenade all the ways away, but with the, with the slam, you got to be up close and personal with them. Um, so if they, if they relegated that specific one to like the slam, uh, suspend is like two seconds longer than just the general base one. Okay. You're putting yourself at more of a risk, but, uh, like the grenade, 12 seconds of suspend just to throw a grenade in a group like that's that's crazy
0: (laughs) i always hated like whenever i would play like titan or you know i didn't really care much for the hunter kit uh but whenever that like i would go back to playing warlock it just wasn't as fun because we really didn't have a great way to suspend like uh we had the thread we had better ways to do threadlings but i don't know like if you're doing like a legendary campaign, or you know, if you don't, no, if you don't run strikes or or any of that, like you really don't have a great place to use the threadlings.
1: So yeah, strand overall, wall, um, suspend is just out of the box, super strong threadlings. Don't bring them up the speed. That's you know that's usually the flow. At least it didn't launch like stasis, where it's absolutely just taking over everything. Um, hand cannons in PvE. Um, you know, shout out Chad's McNight coup that he refuses to delete. You know, it's those are just like strapped to the hip. It is destiny, in my opinion. Hand cannons are um, go hand in hand, huh? So, in PvE, the, the damage scaling of what's what happened post shadow keep nerf was uh was really tough on hand cannons, and especially with the mouth shots in the mag. And the reload speed compared to stuff like, you know, SMGs, uh, they they, they kind of lack behind. So what Bungie's going to be doing here, um, along with the other changes, they've been buffed three times, they said, since that time with the Shadowkeep nerf. Um, they're going to up the reload speed and then also increase the damage against minors and Red Bars by 20% and increase the damage against Majors, that is the Orange Bars, by 75%. And they also are redoing or recreating uh, heavy burst hand cannons. So the old Warden's Law that I would refuse to delete and always keep it in the vault in case Bungie screws up some, some coding. Um, <laughs> that is going to be now a heavy burst hand cannon. And this fires a two-round burst and is overall much more satisfying to use than the previous version uh, while still benefiting, benefiting from its unique properties of the original. So, um, what do you think? Which weapon next season is a heavy burst hand cannon?
2: That'd be neat, at least. That'd be weird. Uh, Is that that change happening next season?
1: Yes, this is a future... Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: No, I'd I'd be down with it, because it'd be weird.
1: I think it'd be good.
0: Do you you think they'll do that, or do you think they will make... Uh, one of the seasonal weapons that you can get—it'll
1: mm. uh, be easily available next season, I would say.
0: Yeah, and the, and they'll probably do like two of them. Yeah, <laughs> you can get one. You, uh, well, we don't know. Thinking out loud, we don't know which raids coming back because they've kind of shot down the two popular theories have mm-hmm. kind of been shot down. Uh, so if it's one of the other ones, I know they said they would, they would have, there was something about like if the exotic's already been out, they'd have to have a new exotic or, um, if there's not enough weapons, they might have to add weapons into the loot pool. So maybe with a new reprised raid coming, mm. maybe, maybe they add one in there plus a seasonal. Maybe that's how they get a couple different ones.
1: All right. um, Kinetic weapons are getting used less and less. And that's the cause of builds involving strand, stasis, and everything else. A lot of uh, strand um, surges that's been going on since the launch of Nightfall. So um, they are aware of kinetics like just falling by the wayside and not really having a main reason to use them. And they're looking into the future of more things to do about that. Um, glaze, they have been trying people. This, this, these cult people. I, I think it's a cult. If you love glaze, you're just part of the glaive cult. People <laughs> always bring them up, they're always in these Cults seasonal nice. artifact. Like, man, <laughs> uh, they keep asking about them, so um, they're gonna make a pass at them again, make them more like more satisfying in PvP. And um, the class specific, excited glaze are not performing the way they want to be so i also going to give those a touch up too but at this point I would say just to stop just stop with them just give it up stop it get some help
0: I was trying so hard not to say stop making glaze (laughs) and we're going to be in a better spot that's it man Uh, do you think I know I have kind of missed this but do you think hand cannons are nerfed down because they're too? They have to be careful with like the PvP balance because the it increases the skill gap too much if hand cannons are good. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why I like the PVE kind of gets the shaft on them a bit.
1: Yeah, because like once you start making hand cannons creep up past the forty meter range, they just control every map.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then like where it is now, like they can like tune SMGs. They can tune, like there's some like auto rifle, but like once a hand cannon gets to a certain point, like you're handicapping yourself to not play with one. But I think, and and I think hand cannon shotgun is the best. That's my favorite crucible meta So or hand cannon sniper, you know?
1: Yeah, it's no no doubt the best. And then like you throw in SMGs because like people are moving around the map because right now people are just sitting around laning with scout rifles and Pulse rifles. That's not fun. It's not.
0: Yeah. It reminds me a lot whenever uh, Gears of War tried to move into like a Lancer meta as opposed to just a shotgun meta. Everybody running around with the Nashers. And they're like, oh, we want other guns to be viable. And then that's when the
1: game kind of died. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like
0: it's been about the same way.
1: So, yep. Yep. Um, here's a question. It's like, how how does Bungie determine what gets nerfed or buffed and what's the parameters looking into a season or, or over to the next season? There's a lot of things they look into here, but basically it's internal feedback of playtesting and like they play the game themselves um feedback live feedback like looking on twitter or seeing people play the game on twitch aka just listen to salt salt greppo and Dado, and then also like how they feel how effective the weapon is you know if the win rate of a certain weapon in trials is you know really creeping up or just to just if you're not using that weapon you're not going to win and then also um what it takes to go into to change the weapon or changing how it works or the design of it um, and then the rarity of the weapon, like how hard is it to attain? Is it, is it, um, you know, is it gate kept and stuff like that. So that's kind of what goes into the formula of buffing and nerfing. Um, all right. Any for the exotic tuning planned for the future and what's the thought process behind these planned changes. So uh, they have just shipped season 21 and season 22. It's complete season 23 is in full production. And the final shape is in its early production of exotic tuning. So that's exotic weapon. Maybe some exotic, uh, definitely exotic armor, and some exotic weapons, so um, that kind of shows you where they're at. They're six to nine months ahead of tuning of, the, of tuning exotics. So it's feedback on the exotic now, you might see some changes six to nine months down the road.
0: <laughs> In our live service game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, and again, like the, the last question we just talked about, it goes into the design of it. You know, like if they bust Celestial Nighthawk by giving everything plus fifty AE when you have the helmet on, that's a that's an instant change. You know, that's not something they had to go back and rework it, like they did Vesper Radius. The Vesper Radius, they made it pulse every five seconds. So there's there's two different levels of buffing the exotic. Um, they want man, the Stompy Hunters do get on my nerves. Um, as a hunter, man, like <laughs> you hate they, your own they, kind, they, they, they put them on and never took them off. And he's like, I just can't play without them. And they want to know why the stompy changes that just happened this season. So I've actually played, I don't know, maybe 10 games with them so far th- this season, just to see how it is. Um, I like it way better than the minus minus fifty AE stat that was on him before. Um, you feel it after you use that dodge, you can't get away so easy. So um, if you didn't know, you have to have a full dodge ability in order to stop these to do all their additional slide, jumping, and, and movement speed bonuses. Um, movement should come at a cost. This is this is something uh, that is Bungie has put into the game after, after years of the Go Fast update going unmatched uh, for a while with... Uh, stompy Hunters, Icarus Dash Warlocks, and then the shoulder, ba- shoulder Fast Titans. Everybody had the ability to go fast. And uh, they've reined that back in some. So That's exactly what it... We just went too fast. The skill cap is too big. That's why. Not a competitive shooter. It's a PvE
0: game that has a multiplayer. That's just the, how you have to look at it.
1: All right, is there any plans for more exotic armor interactions but stuff like the aquatic Grip and the Weapons of Sorrow? Uh, we feel these special connections between exotics are best when they are uh, a little bit hidden. Uh, that being said, we like to add more of them to the game, especially Hunters and Titans keep an eye out for the future. So that's great. There's a lot of cool stuff. I know they kind of have it now with Malfeasance doing that to take, like doing just, uh, damage to taken. You can make something taken by putting wither Horde on it. So, uh, so it's that what's going to buff, um, Malfeasance and the bow. I forgot the name of the bow with anti-barrier. Um, Wishender. Wishender. Yep. So, more of that stuff is great to me. Uh, I actually wish they'd go a step farther to make certain enemies, uh, interact differently per like weapon like like ogres they're big and strong so like uh a, a rocket or grenade launcher should be able to stun them but not a sniper or any or any other like weapons that's just doing precision damage should be able to, to like you know how you can like hit enemies and they kind of like stagger a little bit not unstoppables. but so like i feel like that should also go into a step in the game sometime um or maybe like certain bosses just straight up like, it shows a debuff on them that they take less damage from rockets, but they take increase from snipers. You know, so... Instead of it being hidden in damage testing, of knowing the difference between bosses and mini-bosses, like, it should be on the screen or on the boss's name.
0: Almost like if you had a scan ability, you could pull it up, and then almost like a RPG-type mm-hmm. system where it had, like, weaknesses to... You know different weapons or even different like uh damage types like arc mm-hmm. void something like that that'd be cool make a uh play a lot more into the rpg side that they kind of like dip their toes in and then quickly pull it back out it seems like but i've been in that uh, final fantasy grind so that's yeah. where my head is when it comes to <laughs> that stuff
1: <laughs> Uh, will we see any pre-lightfall armor mods come back? Uh, they're playing close attention to armor and tuning and uh, our mod setups as of right now. Um, they do want to experiment and have fun with uh, more ways to interact with orbs of power and armor charge. Um, and the plan is to do some uh, with the seasonal artifact to so we'll see how they experiment with the seasonal artifact going forward. So I don't think whales are going to come back if that's what people are wanting here. I think once Bunchy moves past something like that, like Warmind Cells and Wells, they don't really bring those that kind of stuff back. No, they, they kind of like the evolving meta,
0: like changing things. So usually when something's gone, it rotates out and it's it's not it's gone forever.
1: Um, they are working on favoriting shaders in the future. And um any more details or confirmations regarding the HUD or UI updates? Uh nothing they're going to share for now, but they are working on something to show uh closer to the final shape. So I think I think that meant like your buffs and debuffs screen, like on the on the left side of your screen and information to players. All right, so that's it for the TWIB. For the second week. Um, It's time for three likes and three dislikes. So I'll go ahead and lead us off here. Um, After playing around and goes to the deep for a little while now, uh, we kind of figured out how to do the two phase pretty easily on the boss. And that's like the most you ever want to get on these. These normal versions of the dungeon boss that like if you go past two, you're like, man. We screwed that up. So um, obvious. Will lock. Then you have a galley, and then you have two guys on legendary rockets with both with tracking and column three or a tracking rocket, and then with frenzy or explosive light That's um, the easy two phase. Uh, just makes it a lot better. And also, Chad, wouldn't you doing something like use popping uh, the boss's shield? So the happening?
2: way the way we ran it, which made it a lot smoother after the debacle we had last week with all three of us um, is we'd have two people. Once you figure out what symbols need to be dunked, uh, you have two people grab their symbols, come back and dunk at their appropriate place. And then the third person leaves. So what that does is that lets two people add clear in the main room. And then I would sit and wait on wherever, wherever we decided to do damage from. Usually it was typically wherever Jared dunked last. That way he'd be right there for us for a well. And, and we could do damage from there. But right when he dunks, he calls it out, and I used Arbalest to pop her shield immediately. Um, I'm not sure how much of a time difference you have, but essentially, if you pop it fast enough, she doesn't teleport at all during the damage phase. She does like one really big slide, like in a direction left or right, but then she stops moving completely after that. She's just sitting there wailing on you, and Thrall are coming up and doing their stuff. But... If you can pop her shield, I want to say within a second or two of the shield being uh, able to take damage, she won't move. So that made rockets extremely viable for us, which made it a very easy two phase. And I'm talking like we got her down to like 20, 25% health every time. The three times that Jared and I did it, we got her all the way down there. No problem.
0: still sucks though that boss <laughs> room sucks there's the it wouldn't be bad like i finally figured out last night i was like there is cover everywhere in this boss room like why is it what's the deal the the primary thing that's going to kill you is the boss floats so the angles you think you're behind cover but the boss is in the air so they have an angle on you at all times <clears throat> and whenever you go to activate activate deep sight it puts you in a stupid animation to just sit there and get pounded like if they fix those two things or like make the cover taller or something wouldn't be that bad uh but because of that it's it's annoying and then like uh you'll you'll be like at this part of the map and you'll start to get overwhelmed so you'll go to rotate and as you're running to rotate stuff will spawn in front of you so you'll continue to rotate and then stuff will spawn in front of you and then you'll continue to rotate, and then you'll stop behind cover to start killing stuff, and then the boss just pounds you. So that was uh, my primary issues at that boss room. But much better this way than how we were doing it previously. And Apex Predator. If you have it crafted, you can get the tracking frenzy, what, like right off the bat? we yep. figured right the out? Or- and uh, that comes from the Last Wish raid, and then uh, the other one, Jared. I think did you say it was Red Herring? Yeah, that's one from like one of the like. What was that? one oh, of that's the Lightfall. Initial. That's Witch the Queen? one.
2: Yeah. Witch Queen. Yeah, yeah, the one from Witch Queen, yeah.
0: like the very first yep. season. Throne. World so World, like World, you baby. probably you're probably able to do that. So I would say realistically, like get it to level seven or eight, you can probably craft that, and uh, it was much much easier. If you are like uh, new or you don't have those craftable uh, two-tailed fox tracks, truth tracks, you know it's not going to be ideal, but it's going to be it's going to be better than anything else you use, I'd imagine.
1: Uh, you can get you can focus for a hothead at Savala. A hothead has track. You can get tracking the wall and calm three. And I think okay. you can get tracking on the, uh, the blowout too from, from Shaq. The
0: crucible. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: I wonder how many of those I dismantled trying to get the, uh, <laughs> the demo, the demo roll on those yep. Several. Uh, so my like is, uh, just, uh, GMs, man. It's nice to get back in there. Difficult content. Uh, I'll speak for myself, and you know I won't speak for you guys, but I would say we're a little rusty when it comes to some in-game, <laughs> in-game content. You can tell maybe we haven't been as dedicated as previous seasons without having to have so much grind. Uh, so we took a, a few really bad deaths along the along the way there, and uh, you can watch our entire run on the YouTube channel here. We live streamed it. Uh, like I said it was it was uh raw and uncut so you saw it as it happened it wasn't uh edited up to make us look like we're better than we are you see the whole thing and all the dumb deaths that we took from uh the Lucent Hive
2: and uh my like is one-shotting the lightblade it, it was pretty scuffed but uh we did it we did it first try so uh that I'm gonna put that as a win in my books, mm-hmm. no matter what we did it, so we we made it there um now, my dislike, no matter how cool I think all this is, deep dives are too long they're just too long um you should be able to end the deep dive on after each encounter if you want to, like there should be um if if so once you beat the first room uh you can either pick up another another Asa improvement or you can hop into the gate to go to the boss encounter and then if you want to move on you pick up the enhancement and then you keep going and if you want to end there after the second room you jump through the gate or you grab another enhancement and move on that's the way this is supposed to be like roguelite is how people are saying it, but that's the way the roguelites work is you can keep, you can you after you beat a set in an area, you can either keep it going or just end it and call it a day. But uh, that I mean that would make it way better because there's there's some people that want to try to get tier sevens. I would only want to do that as a group on comms. Um, right now, I just want the clears. I don't care. People are like, oh well, you need to do the higher stuff to get the better loot. I'm like, dude, there's no good loot in there. I am yeah, not what, spending oh. 25 minutes in one activity for that.
1: What's the no? Good loot? I'm good. What is
2: it? No, it's just, it's not even good loot. It's just more loot. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm good. I play enough that I don't need to spend 30 minutes in here doing one thing. It's wild. Like it's too long. Like if, if that were the case where you could just beat one thing and either continue or go straight to the boss, I'd be all for it. That would be amazing. Cause I'd be, I'd be, you know, and like if you, if you, all three of you, cause it's match made. So if all three people went through the gate, then you got teleported to the boss. But if one person moved on, you'd be like, mm, no, majority rules. Two people go through, you get teleported to the boss right away. It doesn't
1: matter. Oh, my God. But it loses their mind. I know. Now, I know. This, this is would, easily love...
0: fixed. Two two matchmaking cues. You have uh, oh, the quickness.
1: Yeah. yeah. One for how... deep
2: dives and one for deeper
0: dives.
1: Yeah. It's just a quick, uh, you have quick splash and then you have the deep dive.
2: There you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just one for you to get Uh, your feet wet and one to dive all in.
0: My dislike is Windows updates and how they are specifically designed (laughs) to just BF your sound settings and your microphone (laughs) settings and everything else. So, uh, that would be my dislike for this week.
1: Uh, yeah, I'll piggyback on that. You know, no doubt. Just like I feel like Windows updates, this is so purpose. Is to screw up sound settings, and mic settings, and also OBS settings, to where it just yep. you just lose the ball. Um, my dislike is that I, th- I think I am coming to the conclusion uh, as of right now. I am not like gonna finish seasonal challenges this season. Like it's mango. Mango uh, <laughs> is uh like. I think I'm nine I'm like ninety five on season pass, so I almost have all that done. And after that I'm like logging in to do the weekly seasonal quest. Um and then like raids dungeons if people are on. And if not, I gotta find something else to do. So
0: Listen, it's I've been like this since the second season of last expansion. You do the seasonal quest you do enough to get to season pass 100 or to be gm ready you do the gms you do the seasonal title and you do the weapon patterns that's it that's all you need true True. all right uh speaking of weapon patterns it's uh time to hit the weapons breakdown Uh, i think we have four last wish weapons
1: left jared is that right So uh, best for no doubt. First up, supremacy. Uh, When this gun first came out, the sniper, it was uh, the best like aim assist sniper in the game because it was at 35 zoom. Uh, That is no longer the case It is now 40 zoom, but definitely a PVP role out there to go for. If you choose with keep away or snapshot in column three and then opening shot in column four um now but the best thing you could do is get appended mag mag round rounds and fourth times of charm and fire for like a whole minute without having to reload so um i don't know if anybody's seen that clip out there they kept divinity up on cali and they fire the weapon till they ran out of ammo and uh wow it was like like longer than like it's like back in the day when you're you just firing Whisper on a boss. And you just... The, the bullets keep coming back. The bullets keep coming back. So,
0: that's really fun. And, uh, and, and like 47 shots or something you get with that?
1: I think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, Wild. Now, will we ever have a DPS phase or a boss phase that, that's going to come into play? Maybe. Maybe. So, for the Copium, yeah, go get it. That way you pair it with Anarchy. Stick the two Anarchies and just... Continue the fire of the sniper. Um. Next up, take you in force. And, and Chad, you might have a PvP role for this, but I've gotten a PvE role that I've actually loved on this thing. And that is a, a reconstruction with controlled burst. So controlled burst is a new perk this season to where if you land every bolt, uh for a certain amount of time you get increased charge time and increased damage right um make sure i'm reading that right would it be would it be decreased charge time uh, yeah yeah it would be charge, charge time. time for a certain amount of time
2: yep. it, it it essentially turns this into like a a mini merciless mm-hmm. like merciless maybe it's it's i've i've seen it it's pretty cool um i don't have. I don't have a PVP role for these. I'm I'm a heavy only kind of guy, the heavy hitters. But uh, reconstruction on fusions is hilarious because you do not have reserves. All of your shots are in the magazine and it's it's awesome. <laughs> it's yeah. so fun. When you pull a gun and the number, it's like a big number on one side and a zero in reserves because all of your bullets are in the gun. It's great it's fun to see but uh, i i haven't i just barely was able to craft that the last time we played uh uh, last wish i unlocked it um so i haven't leveled it up or anything but yeah i'm definitely going for that reconstruction controlled burst for sure definitely gonna do Um, that because that's so much
1: fun Another option for column three is rewind rounds instead of reconstruction so um you know that's just tit for tat right potato tomato no just difference yeah um now PvP, I would guess it would be under pressure with high impact reserves. Um, yeah, That kick kickstart, but I think that's the play. And then, Chad, uh, are you going range or stability?
2: Um, for this guy, it's still probably stability. I only ever go range on the the high impact, just because I want to make sure that I can. It's weird. It's just it's a feel thing. Mm. I just I like the range on the high impact because you can map people with it.
1: All right. Here here's Fox's favorite weapon, Nation of Beasts.
0: It is a, a beautiful hand cannon. I I still love my role so much that I got previously the curated role. <clears throat> you know, it was basically like a, a Fate Bringer uh esque gun. Uh but now uh it's brought back. We can craft it. We got some hammer forged accurized rounds, keep away explosive payload. It is just a solid hand cannon. I know I saw some videos. I can't remember if it was like ZK Mushroom or or one of those like early in this early in the season talking about you know how how nice it was. Actually, it might have been asked across, um, talking about how nice it was in PvP. So I'm sure you can look that up if that's something you're interested in I'm not gonna be able to to really help you there uh, but uh it feels real good in PVE I used it uh i'm I used it in the uh nightfall actually mm. so
1: yeah so I, but, a lot of good rolls uh with this gun like that one I mentioned there you can kind of use in PvP and pVE that's the crafted roll that I decided to go with. But you know, column three you have dragonfly, and, and then column four you have volt shot, kill clip, explosive payload, uh, golden tricorn. So like, I mean, those four there can be build dependent, be amazing. So yeah, and then the uh, you know, it's just
0: uh, just a very very good all around all-around weapon which i think it was outwall dragonfly i think was the curated before yeah i want to
1: say yeah so uh, i i enjoyed it quite a bit i right, finally probably the number one crafted weapon out of the raid uh the apex predator it went from absolute insta shred to now the most coveted web bottle drop uh of the raid so a lot of a lot of good stuff here uh, with this with this rocket launcher. As we mentioned, off the rip, once you get that pattern, you can go tracking frenzy for that boss clear. Uh, of our opinion, of goes to the deep. Um, also in column three, you have reconstruction, and you have demolitionist, and you have incandescent, which I think it's you know definitely that second tier of perks. But depending on the build, column four mentioned frenzy you have surrounded we have the new perk bipod that is right now dead on arrival however uh we know how bungee is when they make something new they eventually um will bring it up and make it coveted because they won't let their you know the investment time they put in to make that perk go go away you have explosive light four-pole and bait and switch so um a lot of options definitely get one crafted and once you get one finished crafting probably start leveling up another one because they're going to buff some of this other stuff at some point
0: another one so uh yeah uh just a, a real quick what is your guys's favorite weapon out of the out of the raid uh, and let's say like
1: 1k is it an option uh, okay okay um wait favorite to use or just like overall like use right now or just like the time of destiny too.
0: uh let's just say like let's let's pretend you're new you're you're new or you have very little experience in the raid Uh uh which of the eight weapons are you most looking forward to get that's a legendary
1: i feel like it has to be apex predator in my opinion for a new player Cause how much hype around that rocket rocket is right now. And to say that you got one too, um, uh, that I think that's number one.
2: Another one. I'm over <laughs> apex on that one. Plus rockets are fun uh, for new people, man.
0: Yeah, It's kind of just a shoot and be done type of thing. Uh, I was actually, I was going to mix it up. I was actually going to say nation of beasts, uh, mm-hmm. just whereas it's, where it's a primary, mm-hmm. You know, you get to use it. You don't have to worry about hoarding heavy and not being able to fire it where it's a primary. So, I would say Apex is definitely. I'd say that's a one A one B situation, and then Supremacy just because it's just dumb. <laughs> like uh, getting that 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 one roll is pretty dumb. So uh, that that's kind of kind of probably. Probably my all-time favorite raid, I would say, is Last Wish. It's been fun getting back in there. I think I need probably four to five more runs, like full full clears, and I'll think I'll have all the patterns wrapped up out of there. So that might be something I try to do this season as well. Get that get that finished up.
1: Yeah, I mean, you had four you have four bosses and six encounters. Like, we get half of that at the at the most.
0: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> now now you have four encounters. Yeah. Four encounters with a jumping puzzle it thrown in the middle of it
1: somewhere. All right. Now uh, we're gonna have some notes from our light blade GM run. Um for me I was an invis hunter. Try to have as much as invisibility up at all times. So I did Graviton forfeit. Um I think Potentially, in these uh, upcoming weeks, I might give Omnunculus another chance uh, and change that up um, because of the, you know, I'm really feeling the, the takeaway from Radiant Light, Powerful Friends paired together where you got, you know, two tiers of mobility and two tiers of strength makes that window of Graviton forfeit pretty tight, given my Hunter armor as of right now, because you got to get that resilience up. Um so uh and then i also went double special with arbalest and uh forbearance and then did hothead for my heavy
0: i uh i ran warlock i ran the stasis warlock with the freezy turrets and then the uh, osmeo mancy exotic arms so i could have two turrets up and be uh like working on keeping two grenades going the whole time Uh, weapon wise, I used Arbalest, I used Nation of Beasts, and I used an auto Vorpal Hothead uh, because we had uh Arc (coughs) Surge, or was it Surge Surge or Singe Surge?
1: Surge, yep, Arc Surge is also on, but yeah,
0: yeah. So, uh, and then I ran two Arc Resist, a Concussive Dampener. And like two heavy scouts or like heavy ammo finders, like I was pretty, pretty liberal with the rockets. I was getting pretty good purple brick drop throughout the, throughout the strike. Um, it's pretty fun time. Uh, a, a little challenging. We had to like, oh, we only have three revives left. We need to be careful. Like that happened a few times, which usually we're in like double digits or maxed out on revives. So. Uh, just the fact that we had to pay a little attention was kind of fun. I enjoyed it.
2: And I was Void Titan, like like usual, Voidy Void Titan. But I wasn't running uh, my Ursas. I was running Hoyle. Um, still running Banner instead of Bubble, uh, just so, for the, the easy pickups. But uh, I was using Hoyle mostly so that I could get more ability uptime uh, and using more of that stuff. Cause banner, banner is more flexible than a bubble. Uh, you can shoot through it. You can safely pick people up and, uh, it's, it's just a little bit more flexible in that way. Um, while bubble is great for locking, locking things down and keeping, keeping a buddy safe, but at least with a uh, banner, you can run in, pick up a boy and slowly back out of there. Um, but I was running, uh, an, an RB and, and, uh, hand cannon rocket just to, just to match shields and blow stuff up. And, uh, and let's see here. It, it was, is definitely weird not going in with bubble and, and, or not having urses on, <laughs> but, uh, I liked having more grenades and I liked having more little throwy shields. That way I could lob them at the, the, uh, lucent Knights just to, you know, give them the bird in my own special way.
1: Yeah. So, um, this is probably going to be the hardest GM of the season, if not the second hardest. I forget what the other ones are. Um, historically, this has been um, probably the least cleared grandmaster of the season, of like in any seasons. Uh, because that boss room is tough. And that first room that you, like, you go into is also very tough, mainly because the Lucent Knights throwing the boomerang, ricocheting 500 time shields at you. To where really like oh I dodge this one and you go to try to get another angle and it ricochets off a teammate or off of like a wall in a weird way and tracks directly to you and takes you out. I, I think I took us out what four times in that first room at least. Um, yeah, and that's that's four double kills too. That's mm-hmm. not
0: just that's not just one. That's not that's eight revives that that, that we lost there.
1: Um. You know, and then like the the ad spawned and and kind of just run at you, and they're no joke at that point if you don't get the the right kind of chain on them, going they they'll run up on you pretty quick. So that first room, um, a suppre- suppression grenade. I was on suppression grenade for Hunter. It's pretty good at shutting down uh the light bearer if you're accurate. Um, a little rusty here with the suppressor grenade, so I wasn't we were accurate every time. Um, but it it came in handy quite a bit with them to help shut them down. Um, yeah. Uh. And just remember like whenever you take out a loose at night, something's happening. Another round of ads are spawning or like some mini bosses are spawning. So as long as you're like keeping that timing in place where you're realizing like, Oh, I'm killing like this mini boss. Well, shit's about to go back down again. So, that same pattern happens in the boss room. When he gets to that boss room, you start tickling him down, and he get you take one sixth of his health away. Boom! Another wave of ads are going to spawn, and sometimes that includes champions. As it happens in the the second phase and the last phase of the boss's health, um, every every sixth, you're going to be getting a new wave of ads, wave of champions, um, and then, of course when you take that first third chunk down. And that second third chunk down, that's when you're getting the loosened height spawn with the two yellow bar knights that just run at you with swords. Um that's when like the freezing nades are really important from what Fox was throwing out. It's just like get you a second to breathe. Yep. Yeah, and uh barrier unstoppable were the
0: the champions in there. So that's why we had the Orbos strolling. Uh so it was uh, pretty handy. Uh and there's really not there's really not a lot of champions. There's more like the Lucent I didn't I feel like out of all the you know, think of uh all the all the other like nightfalls that we've done, I feel like this is the one with the least amount of champions. Am I was I just am I was I am I crazy for thinking that or Yes yeah okay yeah Uh, it's
2: just because the loosener so much more of a worry that the the champs get put on the back burner for you because like in that boss room per wave there's there's gosh in that boss room alone I think there's like 12 champs
0: because
2: there's like hmm. there's there's like I'm sure you're right There's two champs per wave and there's like five waves
0: yeah, two or three. That boss yeah, room was a little gross. different too. because uh, we were waiting for like enemy spawns and the, the spawn, they never they never came through, so
2: Yeah. But it it seemed to me like there was almost two two champs per per lucent whenever there was a lucent around. Yeah, I have to and
0: count. The, I don't know. The, yeah, the the loose the Lucid, they're the they're the mean they're the ones you got to look out for, and it's it's
2: it's rough because if if your buddy gets hit by a shield if you're nearby, it's not good.
0: Yeah, I think uh, we got a little bit of some audio issues. Uh, so, uh, moving on, uh, we're gonna go. Chad, did you have anything else to add as far as uh, that nightfall?
2: Um, the, the only thing that I can't from, from a Titan perspective, the, don't be afraid to use your banner shield. Um, I would say I might go in with Ursa's next time so that I can have more banners. Um, because while I did die quite a bit and so did, so did, um, so did Ryan, um, it would have given me more times to, to pick him up and to pick up jared the the three or four times that he did die but uh I one that. Be, be liberal with it don't don't worry about it Always oh, back um but you use that banner shield to pick people up as much as you need to don't even worry about it it's not a, you're not using it as a damage super you're using it to protect the homies and get out um so yeah if we ran this again if i ran it with some other homies i would run in ursa that way i can make sure i have even more um, uses of, of that banner shield. Um, but I mean, other than that, just, you know, if you need to practice on that first room, I'd say do it. Cause if you can get through that first room with one or two deaths, you're looking really, you're looking really good. You're looking, you know, you can go through the rest of it, you know, confident. So,
0: Hey, 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 let's, uh, just pulled the old stats up here. Uh, so, jared had nine deaths chad had nine deaths and i only had seven deaths so i feel like i want to say i I feel feel like jared had a couple
2: of erroneous deaths because he was picking people up or because he got hit by a a, um secondhand shield (laughs) Oh, i I know that you got one of my shields Yeah, yeah yeah
1: Like my my timing of going in Viz and like baiting the boss to an area and then like moving before he does the same attack, I was real bad at that in that boss room. So I didn't do that before <laughs> in the other seasons, but uh, definitely all right. definitely out of practice.
0: I will say twenty five deaths total uh, for us. Sheesh. That's uh, that's a bunch of them. That's
2: that's yeah. a lot of champs you kill, man.
1: Yeah, so that that's Lucy about does count. As getting a revive though if we lose yeah they're the light champions but yeah
0: but yeah fun time uh glad we got that one out of the way i will definitely say that i did see i took a little a little peek last night before i got off and the only one i remember was seeing the uh heist battleground mars (laughs) which uh that one that one's not real fun i don't think so I think we got that GM coming up this season as well. They
1: brought that one back again.
0: I'm pretty sure I saw that on there. Uh, pretty sure I did, which we've only ran at one time yeah. total ever. And we beat it. But remember, we had a lot of, that was the one we had a lot of trouble in uh, mm-hmm. like the the first area, like when you first go inside. <laughs> remember, yeah. we kept taking deaths trying to get the, weather the ghost was going up. So, I don't know. I'm sure probably Glassway will be back. They really like that one. So, yep. Oh, um, also, on the YouTube, you can watch our run. Uh, it's on there. And we go over, at the beginning, our loadouts as well as our class, how we have them set up with the aspects and the fragments. If that's something you're into, you can see that as well.
2: I um, I just looked... Um, I think we're in for some trouble. Uh, <laughs> Mars is not in it, but PsyOps Battleground Moon is a moon. this okay. season. That boss room is gonna be, I think, worse than Mars because there's
1: probably, it's probably know. gonna be like double banner shield with Ursas and then like either like a Freezy Warlock or a Welllock. That's just that's what we're have to oh do.
2: my gosh, yeah. oh, that's gonna be horrible.
1: Can't wait through it though. It'll be a fun video. (laughs) 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 All right. Next up is Gambling Corner. And apparently, our. uh, Somebody didn't take good notes last week, but luckily I've got it down on pen and paper (laughs) (laughs) because I'm old school, you know? Um, Yeah, yeah. So, uh, right now, as we stand before the payouts from this week, I'm at 19,000. Fox is at 14K, and then Chad is at 6K. What we bid on last week was uh, the next person to get the exotic trace rifle. I already forgot the name because I didn't get it. Spoiler alert. The Navigator. The Navigator. So um, Chad put 1000 on me to get it. Foxo also put 4 k on me to get it, and I put 2 k on Chad to get it. So this is doubling your money. Um, if you win, so I won. That's gonna bring me up to twenty three k. Fox down to ten k, and Chad down to five k for a glimmer. Um, of course, if one of us hits zero, we got dismantled. And Godwall or like a really high level crafted weapon. You know, like if you have like a hundred and fifty level, you know, osteo, shriga laying around. That's gonna be worth the ten k. That that right there
2: is what people would say, speci- suspiciously specific.
1: Yeah, ten k. <laughs> I don't. I don't agree with ten
0: k. But it's on level
1: one hundred. It's level one hundred fifty. Fox uh, ninety
0: five. How many
2: guns do you have? Even close I, to a hundred.
0: Well, that's I. I, 9, I play. I, I'm that. not a. I'm not a meta bitch. Like some people are. So I use a but variety of so, different So weapons. what
2: is your highest level crafted weapon then?
0: Hmm, I'm not sure. Uh, honestly, yeah. if I had to guess, if I had to guess, it's probably, uh, it's probably in the 40s, I would say. Honestly, okay. honest to God. And it's probably Heritage or Succession. Uh, I do tend to favor one of those two quite a bit.
1: I think for me it's the callus oh. mini tool and I think I have one at like yeah. 86 or 90 and then nice. I'm working on another one that's like in its teens or maybe 20 now so
0: yeah I, I might I might actually have an Icalos SMG or the Callus mini tool or probably in that same same range but I definitely don't have anything over 50. Jeez. yeah.
1: All right, so I don't know. We'll,
0: we'll just have to put it up and see. Maybe yeah. we'll just have to have to see see how much it's worth. Yeah.
1: yeah. So So, uh, very like we're not gambling on anything this week in Destiny. So, um, basically, because got somebody traveling, um, that's definitely going to happen over the summer. Um, your boy, not Ryan, heading out and having some fun. So, but we'll be back for the pod next week. But we're not gambling on anything this week. Taking a break. Maybe just, you We're going to do,
0: do a double bet. We're going to do a double gamble next week. <laughs> I gambled so. on the
1: US Open this week, so we'll deal with that.
0: Yeah. I did see a 62 got shot today. Yeah, two of them did. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, go ahead. War time. War. 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 War.
2: Oh, baby. So, like I said earlier, we are going through the um, the remaining lore. In the uh, Ghosts of the Deep dungeon, we're starting off with the weapons, and then moving on to the the exotic and the spare. After that, um, and they're just they're just short snippets. And uh, the the reason that Titan was important and it got zooped out because the the witness was looking for something within the time ripples that he was creating, like we know and have proof of on Mars. Um, we have some lore that I read about last week where Sloan was actually looking through the time ripples on Titan and actually watching scientists do stuff. Um, and basically watching the witness scroll through time to t- to kind of find out what's happening there. Um, and we think that he was looking for Asa in on Titan. Um, but, but didn't get found because of, because of Sloan. Um, so we're starting off with the weapons. The weapon's going a little bit of a different direction, though, but we know about the time ripples already. Starting off with the uh, waveframe grenade launcher, New Pacific Epitaph. Beyond the dappled sea spray on the bedroom window, escape craft and their blue contrails sweep past the arcology as beams of orange light punctuate the sky. They cut through contrails with certainty, and before long, each craft erupts in blossoms of fire and brilliant warmth. No one is leaving Titan. Nadia Johandar is not leaving. She has a cup of tea cooling on the windowsill, a collection of her late brother's poetry on her tablet, and the recording of her last piano recital playing on her headphones. The roar of the apocalypse accompanies her. She looks away from the window. I stepped into the stars because the seas were explored. No dragons on our maps, islanded in a sea of night. Though it could never be home, no hearths in the gulf. Nadia reaches for her tea, glancing out the window to watch a sea rise up in kilometers-high wall. It casts a shadow so long it throws the arcology into darkness. She will tell her brother that this poem is her favorite. No Survivor's Solar Machine Gun Claxons blare across the hangar seven terrified people huddle by the escape craft's open hatch bracing against the wind cutting through the open hangar bay doors you're not leaving me behind an engineer shouts he holds a young man hostage arm like a vice around his neck pistol wavering the last security officer looks down at his counterpart long dead and bleeding out on the floor he isn't sure how many rounds are left in his gun His hands are shaking from the cold, from the reverberations of explosions shuddering through the superstructure. Let me on. Make room for me. Move. The the engineer demands, motioning to the side with his gun. The security officer takes the opportunity and fires. He's not steady, hits the engineer and his hostage. Both crumple to the ground. The crowd behind him is screaming. The security officer curses, hurrying over to save the hostage. He hears a hatch door close behind him, turns to see the escape craft taking off. He screams something, but it's cut short. The engineer was still alive. He doesn't even feel the bullet enter his spine before he hits the ground. From where he lies on the freezing cold floor, he can see the escape craft outside the hangar bay. Tears well up in his eyes. The last thing he sees is a beam of fire descending from the sky. His chest stills as the escape craft disintegrates, shot down by a warsat. Cold Comfort, Rocket Launcher The submersible hits the water at an odd angle, throwing the passengers against the bulkhead. No one was buckled in before it dropped. Confusion erupts from the team of scientists as they begin their descent. The currents shouldn't be as strong as they are. Titan's atmosphere doesn't allow for that. But they are swept away. The pilot struggles to orient the craft, and for a moment they are vertical, able to see the blooms of fire expanding above the surface of the ocean. The submersible pitches in another direction, sinking rapidly. They have nowhere to go but down, hide under the ice shelf, wait the chaos out, hope for rescue. One of the scientists leans out of her seat, pressing her face up against the port window. A shape moves in the dark, too massive to be another craft, too sinuous to be mechanical. The scientist reaches back, blindly grasping for the hand of the person seated next to her. The shape in the sea doubles back following the speed and telemetry of the current-swept submersible. Everyone sees it now, blocking out what little light is left as they sink past the, the ice shelf. It dives with them, not after, but with. She will not let them die alone. Moving on to the exotic trace rifle. My brother, uttered by Zivu Arath, god of war. A gift. My true death was from necessity. Necessity. The others were from love. The Ecumene had cornered us, made us act with sickness. With my power, Oryx murdered our sister. And with our power, Oryx descended into the deep. And with our power, Oryx's wings spread wide, and he blotted out the Ecumene's sky. My court, with his memory and his acts of war, he brought me back with all the splendor of a love that sharpens and kills. A grave. I will find his corpse. Where he rots, he deserved to die. We do not dig graves. The spire. I will take what is true and break it until it can no longer be broken. I will find my sister's secrets and break them as well. Voyage. My love spills out. My love engulfs. I will go out into the universe as my brother did. I will do so with my memory of him. The exotic sparrow. The storm joy rolls over the landscape, blanketing the coastline and the stinging fog of its exhalations. Its passing stirs crackling ribbons of lightning from Fundament's atmosphere. Zero waits in hiding, folded up, krill small as the living cloud approaches. It lowers the dangling threads of its feeding tentacles. Each is tipped with light. The light fills Zero's heart with a terrible, aching happiness. The sensation sits heavy inside her, bearable only because it is unwelcome. This will be the fourth bait star she collects. Zero dreams that when the helium drinkers strike next, she will use the bait stars to blind them, then cut them up while they writhe. She must leap as high as she can to cleave the bait star loose. The tentacle detects a stirring in the air and whips around. If she is slow, it will tear the blade from her hands. She is not slow. Her sword cuts neatly through the glistening, translucent muscle fibers, and with her free hand she snatches the falling bait star from the air. The tentacle reels away, ascending into the sky like a withdrawn rope. Zero exults. It is only when she turns around that she sees her elder sister. Orosh is standing with her limbs limp at her sides, her scrolls scattered at her feet. Zero sees in her three eyes the euphoria that is the Stormjoy's weapon. Zero leaps and tackles her sister into the dirt. After the two of them wait beneath the shelter while the Stormjoy advances down the coast, Orash is sullen, but Zero knows it can be fixed. Look. Zero holds out the bait star. We can take joy for ourselves. Orash lifts the star by its shriveled stalk, then cups the light in her claws like a small fire. Zero shoves her playfully, trying to knock the star loose, but Arash holds fast. So the the stormjoy we only heard about in the the books of sorrow uh, on fundament before they became hive gods and took in the worms. So that was neat to see them come back. Um. But uh, it's it's definitely cool to see them throwing it back to to old old. Uh, all rash and zero before they got turned into anything, so that might lead to if uh, if Zevu comes back or there's more lore. Which again, like I said, I haven't read any of the lore yet, and we'll get into them once they're fully released. Um, talking more into about their past because uh, Savathun even stated that the the books of Sorrow were written from a bias, so we can't trust everything that's written in them. But uh, Ziru, zero, or Zivu is not. Not that she's not clever, but she is very straightforward because she's about war. She's not about cleverness. She's not about tricks. So a memory coming from her seems much more likely to be the truth than any of the others. So I hope we get more of their past. Be interesting to see. But uh, it's also cool to see glimpses of Titan in the past and and the final chaotic moments of, of uh, annihilation happening at the end of it there.
1: Man, so I'm getting kind of excited. with The more you talk about Zivu and like the dialogue that we'll get in this season from her, um, I really hope that like they the, her reveal is like a, a memorable part of of this game. Um, and I might be just Bungie hyping me up too much, or I'm just hyping myself up <laughs> too much just to let myself down. But and I really hope that that's something that's something awesome.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: Time for the mailbag? Yep. Yep. Yay, yay. Question one. If all of the vendors in the tower played musical instruments, which ones do you think would be the most interesting? Hmm. Or which ones would they play, maybe? Mm.
1: So let's start. What would Zabala be? I feel like he'd do the piano, like, the, <laughs> like like the most like old like. I mean, it's like a like a keyboard. He could do keyboard, but he prefers the piano. <laughs> and he prefers the organ. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's it's two separate things. Jazz mm. we'll is <laughs> <mind. laughs> they're pretty
0: much the same thing. White and black <laughs> keys on it.
2: Yeah. There's also I, one I like black to imagine, keys on your keyboard.
0: I like to imagine Zavala as uh, like running like a synthesizer. That's the Zavala I like to imagine. A
1: synthesizer. Okay. I thought Shaxx. <laughs> yeah. I thought Shax would be the one with the synthesizer, though.
0: Nah, Shax is a drummer dog. He's okay. got that drummer okay. energy.
2: Okay. All right, all right.
0: Ikora definitely like lead guitar.
1: I thought she would play a classical instrument. Like a flout? <laughs> I thought like maybe like cello. Like I a don't know. cello? <laughs> like a ge- Ooh, okay. okay.
2: I was thinking more okay. of a wind instrument, but cello, I could see that. Okay,
1: okay.
0: Yeah. Hawthorne, triangle.
1: She's, She's not a real there, guardian, right so she can't She's play there. a real she, instrument either. See- She's there. <laughs> I- Man, I really thought she had like a guitar or something in one of the scenes that she was in at one point. I can mm. just be totally Maybe like on her back. I don't know.
2: Yeah. Um, I think, I think uh, we'd have to get a surprise appearance by, um, oh my gosh, Misrax with a theremin.
0: I That'd don't know what that one. is.
2: You know, a theremin. Um, no. I'll send you a video on that. It's, it's okay. wild it's it's super weird but it once you see it you'll be like yeah that that definitely is an instrument that a would play
0: drifter yeah. bass
2: like it just the bass
0: guitar <laughs> just a bass mm. guitar <laughs> you'll
1: see that yeah yeah, yeah. um so like Tess what about your girl from the eververse she would like know there's like one dollar flutes that you can buy that that just sound terrible
0: but the kazoos or whatever
1: no, no, no. I think Dwight does it on the office like quite a bit. I like that. Oh, a recorder. Maybe that's
0: it. Yeah. Yeah. The thing that play he plays like uh, a <laughs> recorder. What, what little drummer boy? What was it? He, what was it Dwight played on that?
1: I can't remember. Have you seen the, the it recorder was, beatboxing? It was like bring your kids to work day. And he like played something <laughs> on the flute. Yeah, like dust in the wind or something. I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember what it
0: was. <laughs> <But> <laughs> dust in the wind.
2: Sounds amazing.
0: Uh and then we have
1: uh Saint Fourteen.
0: Saint. Saint. Yeah. I mean I, I was gonna, gonna say a holiday, but saxophone. I remember she got her face melted off. Saint Fourteen. Saxophone, saxophone. for Saint Sex? Okay.
1: okay, okay.
0: What about whenever old Snake face, tentacle face rolls through there. (laughs) Zer Zer is the guitarist, right?
1: He's got the double electric guitar. (laughs)
0: The the one with (laughs) the 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 two tracks that make the V? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think that kind of hits everybody in the tower, right? No, Banshee. Banshee and uh, the Cryptarch. Banshee does EDM.
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah. So he records everything and then remixes he just has it. He a
1: turntable. And then he just does the, the same table. beat over and over again. <laughs> he gets where he was. And then
2: forgets it's playing and just walks away.
0: <laughs> and Cryptark, anything good for the Cryptark, it have to be pretty lame, right? Cryptark <sighs> and Postmaster is always missed I think. I think I think the Cryptark is like the triangle. Okay. What about salad? What about Ward Salad Man? Whenever he comes in,
2: he's with the he's with the cabal now, so he don't count.
0: He would had to tower. play something heavy, would not he?
2: No, it would be the gong, like the Iron Banner gong. Like that's all. That's, he just stands <laughs> there and <laughs> he just. Yeah. He just beat.
0: I love that. That's perfect. Perfect yeah. there. <laughs> all right, I really like that question. Uh, next week. We'll have to do the Raid Bosses, which instruments they would play. (laughs) If your guardian had a favorite fast food restaurant, which would it be?
2: Hmm.
0: Ah. So we have to qualify something here. Fast food means there's like a menu board outside and you can go through a drive-thru. It
1: has a drive-thru it has that's all it takes to be fast food. So like
0: Little Caesars is technically fast food?
1: I'm good with that, yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm good with that. Okay. okay. It's not a quick service restaurant style. It's but it I would still be. count that as well. They used to have Yeah, I would still I mean I would even still count
0: that. Only from 5 yeah. to 8. Yeah. yeah.
2: I think Allegedly. uh so my my Titan my my Titan is a uh is a is a robot. So I'd have to give him something oily. I'm thinking Popeye's.
1: Okay. 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 I'm just like on the move with the, with the hunter. I don't want to just like be still. So I like I gotta eat something quick. But like I only want to eat like a couple times a day. I don't want to just like have to stop eating a bunch of different times. So gotta load up. Man. I think I'm like ordering ahead to well, I don't have to. Panda Express has a drive-thru. I'm going through Panda Express. They're ready to go. They got the rice, they got the chicken, they got the steak thrown on there and we'll go one. Okay.
0: So in my head, my warlock is super fat as soon as he takes his his uh, armor off. And <laughs> he just like morphs and like the armor just morphs him into that appearance. But really he's like pushing four bills underneath that. So saying that, <clears throat> I really like and I always keep my mobility low for that reason too, you know, just to really play into that fantasy. Uh there's no such thing as a fast fat ass, you know what I mean? So saying that, I really I think the best answer for this and just hear me out let me get through let me get through why i think the best answer is rallies or checkers if you're one of those west coasties mm-hmm. so the reason being i can get hamburgers i can get delicious seasoned fries uh, they also have chicken wings there as well and they have pretty good chicken sandwiches so i can really kind of hit a bunch of food that's different no, food and yeah hit them all and then, you know, wash it down with a nice chocolate shake and <laughs> you we're good to go. So I think rallies is my answer. Okay. Number three, if the Destiny franchise had a spinoff into a mobile game. Which genre would you prefer it to be?
1: be honest, I don't, I don't play play a,
0: know. I don't play a lot of mobile games.
1: I don't know what a genre of a mobile game. So, like, you have like Candy Crush, which is like you move moving stuff around. Right. Advance a level, you might like get a cartoon dialogue, and you move like a on. puzzle games. You know? Yeah,
2: and then you got things like AFK Arena, or where you're like you have the characters and stuff, and there's a story and stuff, but you can like make them do things while you're not even playing the game.
1: Okay. Okay, I think I know what I want. A tower defense game okay. where like you're protecting the last city from like enemies coming in. So like they're coming in on routes. You can put like a hunter here or a Titan or turrets or like the little basic robots in different places. So I'll take a tower defense Red game. Red Jacks. Red yeah. Jacks.
0: Mm. Mm. we'll be honest? I, think I, would I saw do... this question earlier today, so I've put a pretty fair bit of thought into this. So you go ahead, Chad.
2: I think I would do um, because I don't want to talk too much. A a Candy Crush Bubble Popper with the uh, the the <laughs> okay. gems and stuff being the faces and the characters.
0: Just Zavala heads. Just <laughs> matching them up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so. My idea was kind of based upon the new dungeon and Chad going over the war about the hidden coming in, right? So the hidden is kind of like this Ichoris special forces team. And we turn them, we make it like a tactical RPG, like the grid based like XCOM or like Final Fantasy Tactics was like that or South Park, the fractured butthole uh something like that (laughs) uh so you have like the grid fighting system and then you kind of level up like you had to recruit people into like your your squad or your fire team and then you have like longer missions that you go on so like your mission would be go recover the remains of oryx and then there's like some sort of boss fights and stuff like that along the way so that would be what my ideal game would be and uh even though i know it wouldn't be this way it would be like a one-time purchase of like 29.99 as opposed oh. to like free to play oh. with uh the gotcha mechanics of buying lives and being but you know you know bungie they'd have to time gate the shit out of that game <laughs> <laughs> and then just just nickel every bit of silver they can get yeah. out of you so all right. I think this is more of a question for, I don't really think this is a question. Uh more of a request. Will you guys please enter the next Destiny fashion show?
1: Sure. Uh, if you if you do do it, we'll put it in. We'll do okay. um we'll do it from like the Dest or like at Destiny CC Pod Twitter account. We'll do three separate all three, of them up. three no, we'll do three separate tweets. And then also, like the followers can go like the one they like the mm-hmm. most. So I also have our own personal fashion show.
0: Fashion show, fashion show, fashion show at lunch.
1: Yes, we could even maybe make a YouTube video out of it.
2: We have to call oh, a and get get Shifty to help, <laughs> help me out.
0: Yeah, get the Shader King in to help us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, riddle time. Last question. A man and his boss have the same parents but are not siblings. How is this possible? A man and his boss have the same parents but are not siblings. How is this possible?
1: Hmm. Huh. Man and his boss have the same Parents, Is it just the fact that is adopted? But that's not. It's still the parents. Then, even if they're adopted, well, that's just your legal guardian. Am I, am I? Am I thinking it through that that way, Chad? Or what? I don't. I,
0: I don't, don't think know. you
1: know what. I don't think
0: you know what parents are.
2: <laughs> I don't have any, so I don't know either.
1: I guess there's still I, the I, parents, I, even if they are adopted child. So that's the legal guardian. A little guardian is her parent. All right. The answer is dude? he is self-employed.
2: Self-employed, but he he's always so yeah. his own
0: boss. Mm. Mm. Okay. Mm. Okay. Not gonna lie, riddles are running out of good riddles. <laughs> so <laughs> riddles anybody else been has, been a, has a has a has a, has a good gimmick uh, yeah. for that last that last yeah. spot? We're yeah. we're welcome. Uh, hit up the destiny bad boy, not Ryan Fox on Twitter at destiny, CC pod with any suggestions for that. Uh, make sure you go to YouTube. Uh, don't forget Spotify, iTunes, other podcast services, watch our YouTube stuff. Uh, it's, you know, it's not super edited. You know, I'm not saying that, you know, we're going to win any like golden globes or anything for it,
1: but you know, it's uh, it's real. Basically, if you like the podcast, you like us just talking about stuff, and we get to even talk about even more random stuff sometimes in those, that uh, it's basically just like a addition to the podcast, a DLC to the podcast, you would say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So we'll be around. You know, we're around on the weekends. If you want to get a raid, if you want us to raid with you, we can kind of get one scheduled to figure out a time that's good for you and good for us. And uh, we'll get that or a GM or a dungeon whatever you need just let us know or try to get a time together for us to do it together
2: yeah we we are definitely in there we we try to do we well. we, we have done so far this season a weekly last wish uh which is amazing raid beautiful raid really fun uh very mechanics heavy so we're mm-hmm. more than happy to let people just hang out and ride along in our backpack for the ride it's always fun um so just hit us up let us know and we'll, we'll be in there
0: Yeah. So typically with that, the first run will kind of just let you add clear and kind of see what's going on. And then the next week we'll invite you back and start giving you some jobs and roles to do. seems to be the the best way to do that. Uh, So end of the show as always. Go cats. Love you guys.